Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Table Manners. I'm Jessie Ware and I'm here with my mum on Zoom. Hi mum. Darling, I'm so proud of you. Thank you mum. Not only number three that you went into the UK charts, but you've been chosen as the best album in the first half of 2020 by USA Today. It's just coming up roses, isn't it? I am absolutely zonked. I feel like I've been learning a dance routine for my music video. I have been in latex today with my stylist. Wow. I tell you what, anyone who has a fetish, a latex fetish, is a mad person because that effort of putting that shit on is mad. And it also cuts the circulation off to your toes. But darling, I I think the people with the fetish aren't the people who like wearing it. They like people in it. So you'll be turning on a lot of people, darling, in your video if you've got latex on. I don't know. I asked Sam to zip me up. I just don't understand how it's sexy to get it off in the situation. Or maybe you don't take it off. I don't know. But we needed two people to help us to do it. So my stylist is doing it and I was doing it. And, um, and... I said, babe, do you fancy a bit of this? And he said, absolutely not. It's really not my thing. So I'd like to know from the table manners, uh, listeners, whether latex is your thing. Darling. No, I don't know. I'm interested to see why people like it. You can be a non. I'll just stick to the marigolds. You stick to the marigolds. My neighbour is called Lady Marigold because she wears marigolds all the time. Maybe she likes a bit of a latex. Maybe I'll throw over some socks. Clearly she does. (laughs) Anyway, so today we have a British singer, songwriter, star, still so young. Well, I thought he was only about 12 or 15. No, mum, he's 26. So what, did you think that he put out Lightning Bolt when he was about five? No, I thought he was a teenager. I do love that song. So yeah, we have Jake Bug on, who has new music coming out, had a new song called Rabbit Hole Out, is kind of a big deal. Jake Bug, it's lovely to meet you. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. Very well. Where are you, Jake? Where am I? Um, I'm in West London. I live in I live in Kensington now. So, oh, fancy schmancy! How <laughs> lovely! Yeah, it's nice round here. Yeah, it is. It's gorgeous. So, you exercise in Kensington Gardens or Holland Park? Um, I, I was playing tennis in Holland Park. Yeah, but um, but it's it's been getting very busy now, and so I, I tend to avoid it. But I'm going to go play somewhere else this week. So it would be good to get some exercise. Are you a tennis player? I, I'm, I'm terrible. No, I'm more of a football player, but it, it just keeps me fit. And 
try and do keep, keep busy really jesse's just started playing tennis so you can have a game <laughs> she probably beat me to be honest oh god no apparently i'm too aggressive well you are darling but which team do you support for football nottingham nottingham forest no no the other one not not Notts county. Notts county yeah uh, my granddad was a fan so um kind of stems from that really so i heard that you they used to wear your name yeah on the t-shirt yeah i, I sponsored them um last season it was just for a few months or whatever, but I read it in the paper that they were looking for like sponsorships for a month or whatever, and I thought it'd be a cool thing to do. So, yeah, I put my name forward. But a lot's changed in the club since uh, I did that. You know, we've got new owners and everything now, and we're not professional anymore. But hopefully, things are on the up now. Where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up on a council estate in Nottingham. It's, uh, I believe, for a while it was the uh, it was the biggest council estate in Europe for a long time. It's like thirty, forty thousand people on one estate. It's just the same house built for rows and rows and miles, and it doesn't look too bad. But once you once you spend enough time there, it's uh, it's just like a lot of places in in Britain, really. Are you one of a big family? Um, I have a, a, a younger sister, yeah. Um, but yeah, I have a I have a lot of relatives on both sides, big families, because. Uh, my mother's a, a, a Kennedy, so we have a, we have a lot of Kennedys in, on the estate and stuff as well. So quite a big family, yeah. Oh, so it's a bit like the Kennedys in America. They have a big estate there. Yeah, but it's a very different it, estate, a I think. <laughs> <laughs> so growing up in Nottingham, what was a really memorable meal for you when you were growing up? And who was cooking the food? To be honest, it was my yeah. My mum cooked. She looked after us, and um, she still cooks it every time I go back now. But it's the spaghetti bolognese, like. Um, but the way she does it, it's it's probably not the authentic Italian way. But it's um, it's it's your mother's, you know, cooking. So it's always going to be pretty good. So does she have any special things that she puts in? I don't know. She does it right by, uh, you know, she she lets it cook for a while with the sauce and. Um, but, which is uh, which is what you should do. But I'd rather not know the secret, to be honest. I'd rather just... <laughs> <laughs> Can you cook, Jay? I, I, I've been having a go. I'm not a great cook, but I do like to try when, uh, when I can. I like to make my own um, pasta. Like if I'm going to do an Italian dish, I'll try and do my own pasta. So. Wow! The actual pasta you'll make? Yeah, with the egg and the flour and then put it through the machine and get it out, which is quite nice to do. But like, do you ever have enough? I'm just like, because it's such a faff, it seems like. I've never made it, but it looks very therapeutic. Like it sounds quite nice to make it, but then... I don't know. I'd always be worried that I wouldn't make enough because I'm a greedy cow. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. It's like I, I'll only do it if like someone's coming over and I want to cook. If it's just for myself, then I'll, you know, I'd sat at the packet stuff. But I feel like when I spend, I like to spend like three hours doing the sauce or whatever. And I think if you if you're going to spend that long doing it, you might as well put the effort in to do the pasta as well. So and it's and it is really good when it's fresh like that. So do you do you live on your own? I do, yeah. And so how's lockdown been for you? Was it quite lonely? Did, were you able to go and stay with anybody and kind of be in a bubble with them? Or? Um, yeah, I guess, it, yeah, it has been pretty lonely, I guess. But, you know, I'm used to traveling a lot with, you know, a group of people. And if one thing that, you know, as, as you probably know, you don't get a lot of time to yourself, really. So it's nice to, to have that and, you know, reflect on it and you know, you have music. When you have music, yeah, it'll keep you busy for a while. So have you been writing a lot during lockdown? Yeah, absolutely. I've been, I can't say too much, but I've been working on a little project for a, for music for a documentary. So that's been ke- keeping me busy and it's a totally different experience. And uh, it's nice to be able to do some more score-like music without having to hear my voice back on everything. So it's pretty nice. I just have to say that your song is one of, on one of my favourite programmes and I associate you just with Happy Valley. Oh, really? Because yeah. Because <laughs> it's such a memorable song and it's so 
captures the atmosphere of that place. And it just is such a brilliant song. And bravo for doing that. Did you write it specially for that? No, I didn't. No, um, I, it was one of the first songs I'd written after I'd been signed. So I was probably about 17. And um, I, I, I remember a lot of people coming and telling me, going, oh, I love that song off Happy Valley. And to be honest, I had no idea it was even used on the show till people told me. Have you watched it now? I haven't watched it, but I've heard good things. So I'm, I'm going to... Jake, you need like, to I've got, it. I've got no excuse. Excuse, I know I've got loads of time, haven't I? It's so. so, it's the best. It's the best TV series, but also your song is so central to that programme. It, it sets the whole atmosphere for the programme from the beginning. You've got to watch it. I, I'll, I'll definitely have to watch it, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll probably, it's been probably busy s- making bloody pasta, hasn't it? <laughs> I'll skip the beginning, but then I'll watch it. <laughs> no, you should watch how it fits in. So do you like doing scores? Uh, I've enjoyed doing this, yeah. It's, it's, it's a completely different thing. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, um, bizarrely, like quite a lot of like the 70s, you know, synth electronic music and stuff. Like I'm a big Van Gelis fan and Jean-Michel Jarre and things like that. So it's nice just to try and have a go at doing something a little bit different to what I'm used to. And uh, and it's it's more atmospheric and you can be a lot darker with the chord changes and stuff. And um, yeah, it's just a lot of fun for me and something different. So you you must come from a musical family or a musical person. I do, yeah. My mum my and dad were both singers, but they, they kind of did a lot of 80s kind of more pop stuff, which is when I grew up, because they did music, I really just didn't want to do it. I didn't want to touch it. I didn't want to be anywhere near it. But then it kind of grabbed me when I was about 12 or 13, so I couldn't really help it. But you can play the piano and read music. I can't read music, no, and I can play the piano a little bit. So when you use the keyboard, is it just from sound? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not a great piano player or anything, but I just used to, a few years ago, I just started sitting down with the guitar and the piano and just trying to figure out the chords and get my bearings. So I can get round it, but I'm not great. So, Jake, when you're composing, what do you do? Just play and then record it? And who transposes that into musical notes? Well, to be honest, um, I'll just start with a melody. That's how I like to start. Sometimes I've tried to start with lyrics in the past, but it can be a lot difficult to build around that. So I'll start with a melody. And because I, I can't read music or anything, I just have to use my ears and go with my, my instincts. And um, and some songs, they'll come in five, ten minutes. You can have them finished. And some songs might take a little while to really craft and build to a place you want them to be. Jessie blames me for not making her learn the piano and to read music. <laughs> Because she feels that it would have been hugely helpful for her. Did you ever have music lessons? Uh, I didn't have any music lessons, no. Um, I think it all depends. I think now maybe I'm at a stage where maybe I feel music theory or something would benefit me. But I felt like just starting out and developing my craft. I'm not sure if it was necessary for me, but for a lot of people, it's very different of how you want to approach music. If you want to be, be a classical musician, then of course, you know, getting a teacher and everything would be important. But if you just want to rock out on a few chords like I probably do, then you don't you don't need it. But guitar's your main instrument. Yeah. It's, yeah. Any memorable meals from your time in Shangri-La working with the legend that's Rick Rubin? To be honest, uh, not any like memorable meals, I guess because it's quite remote out there, isn't it? So and, and Rick would have his own little guy bringing him his own whatever special meal that he'd had for that day. When, um, and his guys, you know, we'd order from the... From the Mexican place down the road, but they did a good burger, weirdly. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that was probably a... You're not spoiled for choice out there, but there is um, 
There is a great smoothie place there as well, actually, which was really good and kind of what you needed. Do you, do you feel like you've had, um, like, I mean, where's been your favourite place to eat? You know, you've toured so much and... Where's your favorite place to eat? One of my favorite restaurants is in LA is um, Matsuhisa, which is um, Nobu's restaurant, which is really good. And um, yeah, it's amazing. And sometimes you just see him in there just serving like lunch or whatever. I remember having a beer there, enjoying a meal, and he just bumped into me and he was like, sorry. I was like, it's, it's honestly fine, mate. <laughs> <So> <laughs> and uh, so it's great there. They do a great typical English abroad. Um, they do a good fish and chips in there. But it's like little tempura fish with like little half-cut small potatoes with this great malt vinegar. It's brilliant. In Nobu? Yeah, in the Matsuhisa one, yeah, on, on, on La Cienega. Yeah. Jay, did you tour with Oasis? I toured with Noel Gallagher in, in North America, yeah, like years ago. Mum, Oasis, he probably wasn't even born by <laughs> like when Oasis were together. Well, when did they split up? Like a while ago, Mum, yeah. like in the 90s, I think. I don't think it was the 90s. I think no. it was like maybe 2008 or somewhere around there. Probably. Okay, fine. Not like, not like I'm a fan or anything. You were born, but you weren't on tour drinking beers. With... Were you a fan of Oasis? Growing up, yeah, definitely, like... Um... You know, I think just like growing up where I did and, you know, my cousins were in bands all through, you know, the 90s and things. So, uh, yeah, it definitely had an impact on me growing up. It's just a lot of people I knew listened to it. So including my mum, she she had my mum was younger than me when that what's the story morning glory came out so she had original copy of it so she gave me that You're kidding <laughs> when yeah so it's funny so your mum's very young yeah she's uh oh my 20 yeah so she'll be 47 yeah she's pretty young for a moment. oh my god my daughter my children are nearly that age oh, <laughs> all right mum come on now come on yeah <laughs> Jake, did you have school dinners or pat lunch at school? I had, um, yeah, I was a pat lunch guy um, through primary school. But then at secondary school, we used to go home for our dinners, like for lunch, because I only live around the corner. So, you know, it was super noodles and pot noodles or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> I love pot noodles. Yeah, I love super noodles. Well, I have this idea that my daughter will do that if she goes to the school nearby here. And I love the idea. Did you quite like going home at lunchtime? Did you ever go back to school after? Yeah, sometimes. It's quite hard. Yeah, I probably shouldn't say, but I'd have a crafty beer as well, to be honest. Oh! <laughs> and then I'd go back into Jake. maths. Yeah. Why? It was anyway. It made it more enjoyable. It was boring to me. So boring. That's amazing. So, so, what was on your front of your lunchbox? I think when I was a kid, it it was wrestling. Yeah, I think it was wrestling when I was a kid. Were you really but, into wrestling? But I, but I remember like. Um, I remember this, there was a kid that had the same lunchbox as me and I went to grab, you'd put them all in a box and you'd collect your lunchbox at lunchtime and I'd gone to grab mine and the kid had ate my lunch because he thought it was his lunchbox, <gasps> he was a bit annoying. So. Cheeky little <laughs> shit. Look, it happened in Bing the other day. I was, me and my daughter were watching an episode of Bing and it happened to them. It could happen to any <laughs> one of us. Who did you love from wrestling? Because my friend Felix, who, I don't know if you know Felix, he was in the Maccabees, Felix White, and he's an amazing artist. And um, But anyway, we went to school together, um, but he was obsessed with wrestling and he got us all into watching like in the middle of the night, kind of, uh, what's it, WrestleMania, all of it, The Rock, when it was like when The Rock, and we were obsessed. It was so entertaining. It was, yeah, back back in that day, like, I remember it was like The Undertaker and Sting and... Uh... 
you know, too Jake cool? the Snake. Was it too cool? Yeah. Jesse, what does The Rock say? I'm not going to do this now in front of her. <laughs> Please, The darling, Rock says this, Jabroni. Um, why don't you take a tall glass of shut up, Jules? Anyway, <laughs> don't worry take about it. Take a tall yeah. glass. And... Yeah, do you remember that one? <laughs> yeah, I do. Now you say it. Yeah, I remember it. So you have a cheeky beer and go back, <laughs> go back to school. Love that. What did you... I want to know what's on your rider. Do you have anything fancy on your rider? No, nothing fancy on the... Or homely? No, not really. No, nothing fancy on the rider. Usually a pack of cigarettes and uh, just a load of beer, to be honest. It's, it's not <laughs> adventurous. I know it's really, it sounds really bad, doesn't it? But, you know, what's, what's a band supposed to do on tour? You know? <laughs> How many are in your band? Uh, four, including me. Uh, it used to, we used to be a trio, but then um, uh, we got a new member, which my, my good friend uh, Jamal um, Edwards... It, oh his, Jamal, I love it. Yeah, his cousin. We were was out having a beer one night, and I told him I was looking for a for a keyboard player, and he was like, "Oh, my cousin plays keyboards." I was like, "Oh yeah, I bet he does." Yeah, so uh, we got him down for the audition, and he was he was just amazing. He was brilliant. He grew up playing in the church and everything, and he's he's great. He's an amazing musician. Oh, that's so nice. Jamal is like one of the nicest people I know, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's like lovely. special diamond person. Um, I wanted to know, you know, you you grew up in Nottingham. Yeah. And there's such a kind of creative hub of people there. You've had Shane Meadows direct one of your music videos, I believe. And I've got a friend, Joe Dempsey, who's from that area. And there's like, you know, there's like lots and loads of actors. I feel like I know a lot of actors from there. But like, did you ever kind of mix with, were you ever going to kind of any of the drama schools or anything like that, doing any of that stuff? Or were you solely music? Um, I was I was solely music to be honest, but it's funny. At school, when I was at school, I did win an award for drama. But to be honest, I just did you? I, yeah, but I just it wasn't you know it's one from your school. It's not, it's it's probably because I was the only one willing to partake, and no one else did. So it was a but um, it was a lot of fun. But no, I didn't. I I got signed when I was seventeen, so I didn't really like. You know, I, I left the estate, and that was that. I didn't even get a chance to enjoy any of the bars or anything in in my hometown. So it would have been something I, it, I'm sure would have been enjoyable, but probably not for me. So what happens to a 17 year old that gets signed? Yeah, moves to London, I presume. Maybe like you leave your your place, you haven't finished school, you leave, and you, you're not getting your mum's spaghetti bolognese all the time. <laughs> what are you living off? What were you living off? Were you kind of like you know you get that advance and you know, we all kind of go a little crackers on the first album. Um, yeah. But like, did you did you indulge? Um, no, not really. I, the first thing I did, I um, bought my mother's house, which, um, you know, I think it's the first thing you would you want to do. Um, so I did that. And then um, and then I bought a guitar and then it was traveling around the world from there, really. And it didn't stop. I didn't even move anywhere. I probably lived on the road for a good four or five years. So. But it was it was amazing. It was a lot of work, but it was definitely worth it. I wouldn't change it. How are you finding Kensington? Like, is it? I mean, because I, I don't know that many young people that live in Kensington, and I wonder like what it's like. Do you, do you enjoy that? Do you feel like you can be quite gorgeous? No, Jess. I know it's gorgeous, but like, do you feel like you can be quite anonymous there? And um... yeah, I mean, you know, I know that probably places like East London and things like that are probably more trendy and happening for younger people. But you know, because I, I grew up on a council estate and we didn't have very much that, you know. I, when I wake up, I want to wake up and see nature outside my front door. I want to see nice, beautiful houses and things. So, yeah, and I love that it's a lot older around here. It's like people just leave you alone, and it's and the the, the local pubs are great and full of characters as well. It's uh, I like it around here. It's very quiet. Can I be very cheeky, Jake? Do you have a girlfriend? I don't at the minute. No. 
Oh, God, no wonder you're having to cook the pasta on your own, darling. <laughs> he said he's doing fresh pasta when people come round. That's not for your mate who you're going to have beers with. Maybe it is. No, it definitely is because I, I want to I wanna test the cooking out on them before I kill anyone else. So. <laughs> <laughs> we can introduce you, Jake. We've got a whole plethora of girls that we could introduce you to. <laughs> mum, you sound like a madame, please. I'm just a pushy Jewish mum. Jake, what's your kind of desert island meal with a starter, a main, a pud and a drink of choice? What, the, if I went out somewhere and I wanted to eat? Like, um... It's like your dream dinner. Okay. Um, like as a starter, that's a tough one. Like the obvious one would be to say soup, but I feel like it's not the best because you just end up filling up on the bread. So it's not for me. Forget it's not it. You're, 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 you have a bottomless pit. So don't be like sensible with this. Like, you know, just go for it. Ideally at a restaurant, start with a nice cold bottle of, crack a nice bottle of white, white wine. And then, uh, I don't know, I like, um, like a nice fish cake to start sometimes. Yeah. Like oh, something that's really too. nice and light when it has a bit of the dill mayonnaise oh, yeah. on the side mm. and it's a uh, bit of rocket underneath or whatever they do with Is it. Is there anywhere that you've had that that you really love? Ooh, not specifically. No, it's, I find it's like kind of more general, but it's a nice place to start, I think, for me. It's okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Trying to think special, special main courses that I've had. I mean, you know over every my favorite dish probably ever is a lasagna but that's standard is it because your mum used to make lasagna like do you I feel like it's kind of like the spaghetti bolognese thing I think it's more like why I'd have it over the spaghetti bolognese is just because of that extra baking that they do on oh it. yeah and the vegetable sauce Oof. yeah and when it crisps up when the pasta crisps up is really I like that yeah, yeah. oh yeah actually there isn't anything like a good lasagna Jess nah I remember it was what I I asked for when I came back from going uh traveling didn't I I was like that was yeah. like I said mum can you can we have lasagna um but um so okay so it's um it's a fish cake for starters lasagna for main um are we changing drinks because I feel like you said we were starting with a, a white wine but I feel like are you going on to heavier stuff are you mm. Sticking with the white? No, to be honest, I'd pro- I would I would have probably started with a couple of beers and then had the wine when the food comes more like, sorry. So, uh, but so yeah, we would be moving on to something heavy, yeah. I suppose. I love it. Jake Bug's priorities are like the drinks as well. I like that. Do you like red wine as well? I, I do like red wine, yeah. The red wine would probably be more suited for the lasagna, to be honest, rather than the white. So, yeah, uh, you're right. I, I, I went to Corsica when, many years ago and went to this small village and one of the best meals I had and... The guy just bring a big plate of fish out that they'd caught that day and you'd choose the one you wanted and they'd just serve it with a bit of mashed potato or potato gratin and some olive oil. But I remember this particular mm. night that um, there was a thunderstorm and all the power had gone out, but they still opened and they just had a load of candles and you could smoke in there and they just had all this beautiful fresh food out, stunning. So um, it had also a nice fresh piece of grilled fish you can't beat that either. That sounds lovely. But dessert, hmm. Do you like puddings? I, I'm not a big pudding guy. I don't go for it very often, very rarely. Are you that person that says that, but then you'll be like, oh God, and then when they give you the extra spoon, you'll be like, fine, I'll just have a little taste. Yeah, I'll have a little and taste. And then one taste will turn into three tastes. Sometimes, yeah. What about ice cream? I like it. I prefer a sorbet. Oh. Just to, to, yeah. to clean the palate. I don't trust people that like a sorbet over ice cream. I don't trust you people. I like ice cream. I like Snickers ice cream. They're Snickers. great. Snickers. <gasps> Me yeah. too. They're great there. Oh, I've forgotten about Sickers ice creams. I'm telling you, Jake, a really good trick if you don't fancy like a full-on Snickers ice cream, even though I could always fancy one. I do medjool <sighs> dates. 
and you cut them in half. So they're like the really sticky dates. Yeah. And then put a load of peanut butter in the middle. So you're almost making like a hot dog out of the medjool dates. Stick them in the freezer. Two hours later, it's like a little mini uh, Snickers. That sounds great. No, it isn't, Jesse. Is it not the it's same? Wicked. It? it is. There's no chocolate on it. It's wicked <laughs> and it's healthy. And it's good for you, so you can have loads, but you may have the shits after about five. Yeah, that's good to know. I do like a nice, um, I like a bit of cheesecake, but I had a great cake the other day I ordered from an Italian restaurant. It was, it had like soft ricotta, but it had like pistachio. It was, yeah, it was really light and delicate and it was totally, you know, I'll have just, I'll have one bite and then I just let the whole thing. So Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Do you sing karaoke ever? This year I had a go, but I was in Japan where I'm safe. <laughs> I don't think I could get away with singing it anywhere else, to be honest. What did you sing? Oh, what did I sing? I think I sung a bit of Nielsen without you, in fact. Obviously not hitting those notes. Ooh. This is after a lot of beers. Wow, <laughs> ambitious. I like that. You can change the key, so it came down quite a few. What? Um, <laughs> can you do that everywhere, or is that... Japan are just like far advanced, more advanced about yeah. karaoke. Yeah, that, I couldn't believe it when they could change the key, to be honest. It's pretty cool. That's amazing. I've never heard of that. I, I really don't like karaoke because I just kind of feel funny about it. No. Nah. But I feel like in Japan, you've just got to do it. And Yeah. Exactly. So what, were you touring there? Um, no, I just went for a bit of, for a holiday because my drummer moved here, actually. So I went, I go over to visit some, and I love Japan. So uh, it's just, it's just a great different, it's probably, a, you know, as far away from, planet earth without go, getting off planet earth you can go and it's just completely different everyone's polite and really nice so um you've been working with steve mack yeah who is just lovely he is super sweet yeah so what was it like working with steve mack steve mack is a songwriter a huge songwriter who's written huge huge songs with people lovely wonderful guys been working for a while in the industry what was it like working with him it was great i mean as you say he's a super nice guy you know, I think the important thing in any situation is to make, um, you know, the artist feel comfortable. And I think he's really good at that. Mm. And for me, it was a, it's a great experience because in the past, um, when I was younger, I've kind of always, you know, turned my nose up a little bit at, you know, a lot of pop music and things like that. But as I've gotten older, you know, I've become more open minded. And there's something I wanted to achieve with this record was to start working with people who are more in the pop world and to try and make my sound a little more modern in production and things. So working with Steve was a, 
a different experience for me, but one that I really enjoyed. It was nice to see somebody working in that way. Cause I like to think my music and what I do leans to something more traditional and he kind of just brings it in back into, into the fold. And, um, and yeah, it's funny cause it, it was really in and out. We would only write for like three or four hours recorded. And then, you know, I, I, I was thinking probably the same as you, oh, I don't think that went very well. And then we get the song back and we're like, oh wow. Yeah, it's pretty pretty good i've heard the songs i heard the songs jake they're really freaking good oh thank you yeah. he was he was so proud to play them to me as well it was like he was so excited about these songs and they're really they haven't come out yet have they no but i think uh the next one i released will be the one that i did one of them that i did with steve yeah what's that one called can you say uh it's called all i need okay i, I heard two and they were amazing. But would you describe yourself as more rock and roll then? No, not necessarily. I think it's a it's a bit. Is lo- rock it's a bit, and roll an old fashioned word? It's, it's a no. It's just a bit of a large look, isn't it? If like someone goes, "What music do you?" I'm like, "Oh, rock and roll music." Yeah. <laughs> Fucking rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a little bit large. No, I, I like to draw influences from from all sorts. I grew up listening to a lot of old blues music from the 30s and the 40s. And uh, I love a lot of country music. So I just try and take a bit of everything. And in this record, I'm trying to add... Oh, I can see the country in it. Yeah, yeah. like, um, you know, my granddad grew up listening to, uh, you know, Johnny Cash and all those, Chris Christopherson and all those guys. So, uh, you know, I, I love all kinds of music now, to be honest. Definitely uh, become more open-minded to the more modern pop music, but some of it's still not great. Darling, have you seen your mum and dad since the, there's been the easing of the restrictions yet? I haven't, no. Um I did think about it. I, you know, I've got to go see them at some point. It's just, um, I don't know. I'm being quite precautious, really. I don't, I don't really know what the best thing is to do. But you can't not see your parents as well, can you? So, no. It's, Have you had a haircut yet? Not being rude or anything. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I haven't. No, as you can tell. Have you had a go yourself with that fringe? No, absolutely not. I know it's not. Probably doesn't look great, but it. Trust me, it'd be a no, lot. No, you look gorgeous, It'd be a lot worse but... if I had a go at it. <laughs> would be that's what they were saying on the radio today that the people the hairdressers are saying that the problem's been people having a go at their fringes i i actually i learned that mistake very early on when um in fact i actually ended up doing it when i was younger and when i went home for lunch i thought it would be a good idea to cut my fringe was that after the beer before the beer (laughs) and then i've come back and my mates have absolutely ripped me Um, like, and rightly so, it was shocking as well. Jake, do you think you've got to take good table manners? Um, I like to think so. I don't like to. Um, I don't like to eat until everybody else has their food. Try not to have my uh, elbows on the table and things. I like. I like to think so, but you know, I didn't grow up in, a, in an environment where it was kind of you know necessary or anything. So I could be being rude the whole time and I have no idea. So I don't know. I don't think you're a rude person. I think you're a really lovely person. You're incredibly polite. You're so polite and um, lovely. I wanted to know, how's your mum taken to you becoming an international star? I mean, she must be so proud, I'm sure. But how has she found it? Has she found it bizarre? Um, I don't know. I think, um, yeah, she's very happy, of course. Um, it's kind of what I always wanted to do growing up. So, you know, she kind of knew I had that dream, but I think, you know, making it happen is a different thing. It's, and it's nice. Yeah, she, she's proud, but sometimes, you know, a little too proud when I go home and my, me and my mates are trying to have a, a beer and, you know, she likes to talk, talk about, you know, what I'm up to a lot or whatever. <laughs> oh, I'm the same. I have to follow Jesse on Instagram. Otherwise, I 
don't know where she is. She can't be bothered. Yeah, honestly, my mum knows more than me. She'll tell me, oh, did you see that thing that so-and-so wrote about? Yeah, it's like, no, I don't have a, don't have a That's clue. what us mums do. And sometimes she'd be like, don't worry about what, what, what so-and-so said. I was like, what, what, what do you mean, you don't worry? you didn't know what they said. <laughs> I'm, now I'm worried. Yeah. Um, Jake, it's been so lovely to chat to you. And yeah, just good luck with the record. I really encourage putting music out during lockdown. I feel like it was the best. Like, people really like it. So good luck with it all. And yeah, I hope that you get to see your parents soon and I hope you get to, I don't know, get your hair cut. Well, I think you look fantastic <laughs> with your hair. But it's been a Cheers. real pleasure. And if you'd have come to our my house, I'd have made you lasagna. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we'll have to have a rematch and we'll do lasagna for Oh, you. that'd be great. Yeah, thank you very much. so sweet what a nice guy I felt like I should go and bake a lasagna now and take it over I know I feel like lots of people want to look after Jake Bug do you think it's very sweet I don't know delight sweet, he's not he? kind of a and ridiculously talented yeah so talented and so lovely really enjoyed talking to him Jesse did you know Jake bought his parents a house noted mum just saying Thank you, Jake Bug. If you want to listen to Jake's new single, it's called Rabbit Hole and it's really, really good. Thank you for listening. And if you do have any uh, latex fetishes that I should understand more, please educate me. And Darling! Email I'd really un- like to understand it. it. I just imagine you're in a wetsuit. I looked a little bit like Free Willy. Free Willy? Shamu. That, I had to get lube on me. It was the least sexy thing in the world. You basically, like, my stylist handed me lube and I had to lube my arm up. I was like, this is... Jesse, it must is, sweat. I will be sweating tomorrow. And you'll smell. Okay, yeah, cool. Well, everyone, when you watch the new video, you'll think about my mum saying, you probably were a bit smelly when I was doing that sexy, provocative dance. The music you've heard on Table Manners is by Peter Duffy and Pete Fraser. Table Manners is produced by Alice Williams. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 